Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Celebrate Hanukkah in our area. We'll tell you some of them. I'm Shana Stulen. A gift in the spirit of the holidays will help a lot of families. This is Kyle Cooper. And Washington loses to L.A. in NBA action. Frank Hanrahan has the details. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. On Monday, we and ex-president Donald Trump find out whether congressional investigators will recommend criminal charges against Mr. Trump in connection with the January 6th riot by some of his followers. Committee member, Democratic Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren of California. I think members have become convinced that there's value in it. Value in recommending charges, including potentially against former President Trump for his role in the events of January 6th. Those charges could include insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, and conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government. These are pretty obvious criminal referrals, so I think they should go forward. The former president posted on Truth Social, they're going after me because they are really going after you. CBS News correspondent Christina Ruffini in Washington. South Korean and Japanese Japanese officials now say North Korea test-fired two ballistic missiles into the waters off its east coast. Japan is protesting as at least one of them came down too close. Ukrainian officials report power restoration to millions after Russian missiles knocked it out over a wide area. Now to Texas, the epicenter of the current migrant inflow crisis along the southern border, complicated by weather and legal maneuvering. El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser says the hundreds of migrants on the city streets and freezing temperatures overnight prompted him to declare the state of emergency to keep both the people of El Paso and the asylum seekers safe. He said the daily surge in crossings is expected to rise dramatically as Title 42 expires. Talking to some of our federal partners, they really believe that on Wednesday our numbers will go from 2,500 to four, five, or maybe 6,000. The Arizona Attorney General will make an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court Monday to allow Title 42 to remain in place. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. That big coast-to-coast winter storm that dumped feet of snow in places is about done, but looking ahead to the holidays, another one could be on the way. As far as you know, where that rain-snow line sets up, it's for those on the East Coast, a little too early to pinpoint that. But regardless, it does look like potentially a pretty strong system moving through. Zach Taylor is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. And speaking of holiday planning... <laughs> If you haven't gotten your holiday packages in the mail yet, you better step it up. For priority mail, it needs to go out by Monday, December 19th. The deadline for priority express mail is Friday, December 23rd. Also be advised, the Postal Service is also busy with Operation Santa, helping St. Nick keep up with all those letters. CBS News correspondent Allison Keyes. Nine hours to the scheduled start of the World Cup final in Qatar, South American powerhouse Argentina versus the defending champion, France. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It's 103 Sunday, December 18th, 2022. The high today, 39. Good 
morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Just a few days after Jewish students, leaders at the Walt Whitman High School in Bethesda led a talk on combating anti-Semitism, the word Jews not welcome were found scrawled on a school sign. Principal Robert Dodd is calling the discovery of the graffiti hurtful and says it won't be tolerated. Principal sent a letter to parents encouraging parents to talk to their kids about respecting and showing acceptance to all people. He warned if one of their students is found to be behind the crime, they will face school disciplinary action and be referred to police. The police chief says given the spike in anti-Semitism, they're increasing patrols in neighborhoods and a special investigator has been assigned to this case looking for images of suspects. They are encouraging anyone with information to contact them. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. There's an election coming up in Virginia that could help determine the outcome of the state's debate over abortion. As Governor Glenn Youngkin has expressed support for a ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Stakes are high for both sides of the abortion issue in a Virginia special election that's set for January 10th between Democrat Aaron Rouse and Republican Kevin Adams. The winner replaces outgoing Republican State Senator Jen Kiggins, who was just elected to Congress, Republicans hope to hold on to the seat, but Democrats will be trying hard to flip it because Democrats have a 21 to 19 majority in the Virginia Senate right now. And that's so slim that if there were to be a tie on abortion legislation, the tie could be broken by Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears. She has said she supports abortion restrictions. Let's not kid ourselves. These are human beings we're talking about. Let's let the child live. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Thousands of volunteers were at Arlington National Cemetery yesterday for wreaths across America to honor those who fought for our country uh, in the nation's fallen heroes. Many people laid wreaths on headstones at Arlington National Cemetery on Saturday to not only remember the person buried, but to honor their families and teach the next generation the cost of freedom. Karen Worcester is the director of Wreaths Across America, the organization that puts together wreath-laying events nationwide. She says they placed about 2.7 million of them with the help of volunteers. I feel like it's an honor to do something for the veterans. One of them was Ben Small, who came with his son Gus from Falls Church. How did it feel when you were placing that wreath on some of these graves? I feel, um, I feel at Arlington National Cemetery, Stetson Miller, WTOP News. The Jewish holiday of Hanukkah begins this Sunday evening. There are plenty of ways to celebrate the festival of lights in our area. For family fun, there'll be the National Menorah Lighting in front of the White House to kick off the holiday. It's free, but you'll need to make a reservation. Or you and your kids can strap on a pair of ice skates for Hanukkah and ice at National Landing. You can pick up Hanukkah treats like latkes or jelly donuts at a number of eateries, including DC's Bread First and the Call Your Mother Bagel Chain. For those of you over 21, the Ivy and Coney Bar in Shaw will be all decked out for Hanukkah. They'll have nightly menorah lighting there as well. The holiday lasts eight nights so you'll have plenty of time to celebrate. Shane S. Doolin, WTOP News. An amazing donation has been made that's going to help some of the most needy in our area. An anonymous donor has given Metro cards. Nearly $10,000 in transit cards. Montgomery County Council President Evan Glass says 33 low-income families will get cards of $300 each. Why did the donor do it? Uh, yeah, This is the holiday season, and it's a time to give back. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Each family is living on less than $28,000. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. 
Coming up after traffic and weather, why you should keep your natural Christmas tree hydrated. It's 107. Lorraine knew she wanted to adopt a teenager from foster care. I love teenagers. I think it adds an element of fun because you can really do activities as a family that everybody loves. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption believes you're never too old for family. More than 20,000 children in the U.S. are at risk of aging out of foster care without a family. Learn how you can help at DaveThomasFoundation.org. As you go about your daily life, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth, 50 years strong. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. It's 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Quietly moving through early Sunday morning. No delays on the Capitol Beltway, Maryland and Virginia. Inner and outer loop running without incident at the moment. In Virginia, 395 and 95 as far south as Fredericksburg. Travel lanes are all good to go. Ditto that on 66 in both directions as far west as Haymarket inside and outside the Beltway. In Maryland little on the contentious side. We've got crash activity. Actually, we've got police activities, what it is, in Calvert County in a couple of spots as you try to travel southbound on Route 4. You'll find the first one near Cheneyville Road. Follow police direction to get around. The bigger and more extensive delay and detour, and yes, there's a detour here, and an extensive one, too, we understand, is going to be as you approach Route 4 from either direction, getting to Ponswood Road and Cox Road. That's where the roads are blocked in each direction, and you're going to need to use the workaround the police have set up for you. It's extensive and somewhat lengthy, we understand. But this is what you'll need to do to get around the police investigation underway on Route 4 in both directions between Pondswood Road and Cox Road or Old Town Road. Soden River Parkway, we had crash investigation activity westbound between Oakland Mills Road and Burger Road as you come through Columbia in Howard County. Beyond that, the Howard County roads are actually in fairly good shape. District travel, freeway, no reported delays. Getting word of a new crash, this is going to be right on the doorstep to the district. In Hyatt's, in um, yes, in Hyattsville, it's going to be Riggs Road, said to be northbound near Sheridan Street, so just steps away from the district line with caution for what may be in the roadway. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Oof, it's going to be another chilly night out there, my friends. Temperatures falling into the low 30s. Bundle up out there tomorrow if you're going to try and find a tree still or maybe pick up some last-minute gifts. Temperatures will be in the low to mid-40s through the afternoon with partly sunny conditions. However, winds could gust as high as 20 miles per hour, meaning it'll feel much colder. Monday, winds remain gusty. Sunshine sticks around, highs in the low 40s. Low to mid 40s on Tuesday as well. Mostly sunny skies and plenty of sunshine for your Wednesday with high temperatures around 46 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It's 41 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
It's 1-11. Are you watering your Christmas tree enough? If not, it could pose a huge fire risk. Students and faculty at the University of Maryland are demonstrating just how fast an unwatered tree can go up. That's not the sound of chestnuts roasting on an open fire. It's the sound of an unwatered tree going up in flames in less than 10 seconds. Pine needles are really good at catching on fire. Leora Mervis, a senior studying fire dynamics here at the University of Maryland, says water is critical. Water, it kind of takes out that heat, so it doesn't allow the fire to keep going or even start at all in the case of the tree that's been watered really well. The water tree didn't even fully burn, and it took about a minute and a half to really catch fire. So give it eight cups of water a day. Maybe not that much, but give it plenty so you don't burn your house down. In College Park, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Attending seasonal festivities, there are ways to reduce the risk you might over-imbibe on alcohol holiday cheer. Water is your friend. Enjoy a cocktail, but then have a non-alcoholic beverage. Kathleen Zellman is a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and advisor to the Distilled Spirits Council. It hydrates you. It's going to make you feel better in the morning. It stalls that next cocktail or drink. And if you're going out and might imbibe, even if you know there'll be food, Zellman says you might want to have a little something before heading out. Eat food with your alcohol because alcohol on an empty stomach is um, is much more likely to go right to your head. Christy King, WTOP News. A greasy thief caught in the act in St. Mary's County. While conducting a routine check at Lexington Village Shopping Center in Lexington Park early Wednesday morning, Morning, a sheriff's deputy came upon a suspicious person in a vehicle behind the Golden Chicken Restaurant. Hamsel Lugo Peralta of Silver Spring told the deputy he was taking used oil from the Valley Proteins dumpster at the rear of the business. Another dumpster behind a nearby pizza bowlies had two locks broken. Peralta said he was able to open the top of the dumpster and insert a hose to suck the grease out into a 330-gallon container inside of his vehicle. Peralta was attempting to breach the dumpster behind Golden Chicken when caught by deputies. The used grease in two 330-gallon tanks in his vehicle would be worth an estimated $3,000 after sale, according to police. It's 1-13. This is a St. Jude moment. Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, which is a brain tumor. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. Being part of the research makes us feel like we're doing our take. So if we can put our little piece of the puzzle in it, I would do it over and over again. Because I don't want another family to have to go through what we're going through. Seeing the research team keep going all night makes me relieved. I was up at 2 o'clock in the morning and I saw a meeting going on. And I was like, oh my God, no one sleeps here? <laughs> Which is fantastic because they are literally trying to find a cure 24 hours a day. They're not willing to give up. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's 
dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hanrahan. Solid team effort and team win for the Washington Capitals. 5-2 over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Alexander Ovechkin did not score. He's still at 800 for his storied career. But Eric Gustafson had a hat trick. First three goals of the year. Garnet Hathaway, Trevor Van Riemsdyk also goals for the Capitals. Who beat Toronto 5-2. Caps have won six of their last seven. NFL wild one in the snow in Buffalo as the Bills get a late field goal and knock off the Miami Dolphins 32-29. Ravens fall at the Browns 13-3. Largest comeback in NFL history. Saw Minnesota down 33-zip. Comes all the way back. Beats the Colts 39-36 in overtime. And with the win, the Vikings clinch the NFC North title. Commanders get the uh, New York Giants later on tonight. As that'll be at FedEx Field. Both teams 7-5-1. Big NFC East tilt. Wizards lost their ninth straight game on Saturday at the LA Clippers 102-93. They visit the LA Lakers later on tonight. Devin Booker scored 58 points. Suns beat the Pelicans 118-114. College Hoops, Virginia Falls to Houston 69-61. George Mason, Virginia Tech picking up wins. World Cup final all set for this morning at 10 a.m. It is France versus Argentina. Frank Hanran, WTOP Sports. It's 116. A new study finds nearly half of U.S. teens have been bullied or harassed online. The Pew Research Center study finds that the rise of smartphones and social media has contributed to a rise in aggressive behavior. 46% of U.S. teens report ever experiencing one of six cyberbullying behaviors in a survey. 15 to 17-year-old girls are the group most likely experiencing more than one of the behaviors. The most commonly reported in the survey was name-calling, with 32% of teens saying they were called an offensive name online or on their cell phone. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. The House January 6th committee will meet this week to finalize its work investigating the Capitol riot. More on what they're expecting to do in that session coming up. Volunteers honored veterans at Arlington National Cemetery Saturday in a special holiday tradition. Thousands of migrants are moving toward the U.S.-Mexico border, waiting for a Trump-era policy to expire. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. We start with new reported activity in the district, Stephanie, on the Southeast Freeway, I-695. After you pass the ramps for South Capitol Street, heads up and watch ahead for crash activity reported near 6th Street Southeast, the ramp for the Navy Yard. Watch with care, and the first responders heading that way, watch for their flashing lights as well on the Southeast Freeway, eastbound near exit 1B. Beyond that, you should be okay. Westbound is not affected as you make your way from the 11th Street Bridge, past the 3rd Street Tunnel, and on toward the 14th Street Bridge. On the 295s, no reported delays at the moment. We go to Maryland, 95 BW Parkway, 270, incident-free, 50 across the Bay Bridge. Two-way traffic runs on the eastbound span without delay. Calvert County, Getting uh, taking the long way home tonight, getting around a police investigation on Route 4, 
through Huntingtown. Both directions of Route 4 blocked between Pondswood Road and Cox Road. And we understand it is a lengthy and somewhat involved detour to get around with caution, with patience, and expecting a longer ride home if Route 4 is your path of choice through Calvert County between Pondswood Road and Cox Road. We had other police activities southbound or Cheneyville Road that had the lanes blocked as well. On the Virginia side, 95 and the and 395, no reported delays, 66 between Haymarket and the Roslyn Tunnel. Nothing pending now. This holiday season, give everyone on your list Maryland Lottery holiday scratch-offs with instant prizes up to $100,000 in weekly second-chance cash drawings. Please play responsibly. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures are headed into the low 30s tonight. It will be a cold one. Tomorrow, waking up to a mix of sun and clouds. Temperatures rising into the low 40s for your Sunday. It will be a dry day, but it will be cold. Winds could gust as high as 20 miles per hour at times, so it'll feel colder than it actually is. Monday, remaining gusty. Highs on Monday in the low 40s, but still dry with plenty of sunshine. Tuesday, we are mostly sunny with highs in the low to mid 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 41 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, we'll talk about the silent killer that caused the death of a beloved sports journalist. 120. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. An RPG came through the belly of the aircraft. We don't talk about the female combat wounded. These are our daughters and our sisters and our mothers. Wounded Warrior Project came into my life and taught me how to stand back up and get back in the fight. The truth is I think we all have this strength inside of us, but until you're tested, you just don't know it's there. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Beth by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. As a professional musician... Lachi stays true to her creative vision, even with continuing vision loss from a growing hole in her eyesight. In time, Lachi could face the possibility of total blindness, but she's hopeful because she knows she's not alone. For 50 years, the Foundation Fighting Blindness has funded research into treatments and cures for blinding diseases, providing real hope to those fighting vision loss. And our nationwide community of local chapters provides networking and support for people with vision loss, as well as their loved ones. Because the best way to fight against blinding diseases is to fight together. And for Lachi, winning means using her voice to bring hope to others with vision loss. The Foundation Fighting Blindness. Together, we're winning. Learn more about how you can help us end blinding diseases at fightingblindness.org. This is WTOP News. It's 122. Doctors blame an undiagnosed aortic aneurysm for the sudden death of sports journalist Grant Wall last week after he collapsed at a World Cup match in Qatar. What's more, many people don't know they're at risk for the condition. Unfortunately, aortic aneurysm is asymptomatic. That's why it's called a silent killer. Dr. Ramesh Mazari, a cardiologist and professor at George Washington University, says several risk factors can lead 
lead to aneurysms. More common in men than women. Uh, patients with high blood pressure and history of smoking are at risk. And if you have a family history of the condition, which weakens the walls of the aorta until it bursts, get a screening. Unfortunately, a lot of times these are just incidental findings. You go and get a CT scan for something else and they tell you that you have uh, an aneurysm. And that's, you're lucky if that happens to you. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. Much of the country is facing a triple threat of flu, RSV, and COVID. Last week, the U.S. recorded 100 million COVID cases since the start of the pandemic. CBS News correspondent Michael George reports. The CDC estimates there have already been 15 million flu cases, with nearly every part of the country reporting high or very high levels. This is the season that's hitting hard and early. Some have reported difficulty finding cold and flu medicine and children's painkillers. COVID cases are also surging, though not as high as last year. The White House is once again providing Americans with free tests at covidtest.gov. We preserve the tests so we could have them on hand for exactly this moment. RSV hospitalizations remain high, putting a strain on hospitals. The Maryland Film Festival announced Friday it's postponing its 2023 festival, but it will resume operations in 2024 after it has had time to recalibrate its business model amid major changes in the film industry. And it said its 2024 spring event will be a memorable 25th anniversary celebration. The Film Festival Board says over the next year it will focus on developing a new business model and plan that will sustain the organization over the long term. A woman is in the hospital after a fire in northeast D.C. D.C. Fire and EMS say it happened around 5 yesterday evening at, in the 3400 block of Clay Street. The fire was at the second floor and a second-story home. Two people have been displaced with one woman taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. About 50 firefighters assisted in the effort. Money news at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Target thinks bigger is better as it plans its next generation stores. Bloomberg reporter Brendan Case says much of the added space will be where shoppers don't go. And that is an expansion of the back room that employees use to fulfill same-day pick up orders. Case says online shopping has squeezed retailers' profits as they pay employees to go through the store picking out products. And what Target's been trying to do is build as much as it can its business of curbside pickup and pickup in store so that at least customers are coming in and doing the pickup part. But shoppers will see changes. Target's pilot, Next Generation Store near Houston, has a more upscale feel. One thing that you notice right away in the store is how much natural light there is. You also see a lot more wood accents. And then the other thing you get is more plants. Kay says there's no word yet of how the new store is doing. We can expect to hear more about that next year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the House January 6th committee will meet Monday and is reportedly poised to recommend criminal charges against former President Trump. And a powerful winter storm is forecast for the central and eastern U.S. coming up next week are coming up this week that could impact the holidays. It's 126. Hi guys, it's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, December 14th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most